0: Welcome Dunder Mifflinites, this is the Office Sleep Along podcast coming at you from Shroot Farms just outside of the Electric City, Scranton, Pennsylvania. And today we're going to do our very first episode of the podcast. I did an intro episode where I talked a little bit about the purpose of the podcast, how to use it, why it exists, but I will just give you a little bit more here just in case this is the first episode you're going into And it's because I love The Office with all of my heart, as I'm sure you do if you found this podcast. And I know that many people like to fall asleep to it because it's very comforting. Uh, It's something very familiar. But it's not great to fall asleep with a TV on because it disrupts your sleep cycles. And I resorted to listening to Office podcasts. I really like The Office Ladies. That is a very recent show. I like Somehow I Manage and a few other Office episodes. And I've also done sleep along podcasts like Sleep With Me and some others. And I wanted a way to marry those two things together because I want to hear the information that's in the office podcast. So I end up, you know, wanting to re listen or go back and see, you know, what I missed in those episodes. And so this episode, this podcast is really just to narrate the things that are happening in the office using you know, my nighttime or sleepy time tone and try and help people that maybe have some some anxiety or trouble sleeping or they just want something comforting as they fall asleep. Uh, I found that to be extremely helpful while I'm traveling is to, you know, have something very familiar that uh, just puts you to sleep. And so that's my goal with this podcast. I hope to give you eventually the entire series. It might take some time. I'll do my best to put these out as much as I can. But hopefully there will also be a nice rich back catalog you can always access from those. Now you can use your podcast app of choice. Uh, My favorite is Overcast. They have an excellent sleep timer that you can use. So you queue up the episode and you see how long the episode is. You put in your sleep timer, which will automatically stop the podcast from playing at the end. And hopefully you'll be asleep. You can use you know your phone speaker or a small speaker to listen along please don't use wired headphones i don't want anybody to get hurt or injured uh, while using this i tend to use my airpods i'll just use one of the airpods and and fall asleep to it that way and uh, yeah hopefully this will give you some comfort and today we're starting off with the pilot and i'm going to try and give you just a little bit of commentary it's it's not going to be anything in particular that you may not already know about the show. I'm mostly going to be narrating what's happening on screen just so that you have, you know, you can almost visualize it in your mind while you fall asleep, find comfort and get some rest. And so I'm going to be starting the episode here in just one second. And then, you know, hopefully your sleep timer is set. You are cozied up in bed, nice warm blanket. I tend to fall asleep by starting on my left side. I'll kind of, you know, get Tired and then, as soon as I roll over to my right side, that's about my trigger to really fall asleep and so finding that you know pattern, the way that a dog walks around a pillow and gets kind of comfortable uh finding that sleep pattern for yourself is pretty important too, and so maybe you can be a little bit conscious of that as we go through the series and so here we go now we're going to start the pilot and we're starting right off with the classic intro, the Scranton sign, the Dunder Mifflin sign. And what's amazing about this is, you know, this did not change through the first 7 seasons until they a- added, you know, Ed Helms, Andy Bernard and a few other players. And also in the first season, you do not get any cold opens, which the office has become famous from. That really started off in season 2. And This, you know, captures the the show for many years. And what we also have with the first episode is essentially a shot-by-shot remake of the UK office, which this is based on. And so we start off here with Michael and Jim together in Michael's office. And Michael is very pleased that Jim has come to the master and how to close a deal, and so he needs to call one of Jim's clients and see if he can convince him to go through here, and then we we cut away to seeing the rest of the office in operation as they're on the phone. And what's really interesting about this first season, too, is the way that Michael Scott or Steve Carell's hairline is not great, uh, in these first few episodes, but his hair is incredible in later ones, so whether it was, uh, medication or hair plugs, he's looking great. All right, so now we're at the Dunder Mifflin sign, Michael Scott introducing the company and showing off the office and coming in and saying, you know, this is his entire kingdom, and we get our first introduction to Pam, he Gives us the Pam, Pam, and Pam looking at Michael just trying to go along with the the camera here. So, you know, the idea is that this is just a regular camera crew following around the office in in the documentary and capturing real daily life. And here Pam gives Michael a memo from corporate, and he says, you know, this is for the corporate filing cabinet which is the garbage can and pam is not amused by that joke and here we have you know one of the first talking heads with michael in his office talking about being the world's best boss which he holds up his mug and he uh, then reveals that he bought it at spencer gifts which is the perfect encapsulation of uh, michael scott as the character we now cut over to Dwight, and he's sitting in his office unpacking his desk and putting his phone from his locked drawer and a fun fact here this is him you know he's singing little drummer boy, which will come back in later seasons as he's doing it and then we go to Jim's first talking head, where he basically contemplates you know what is he doing with his life and is he going to, you know, he's boring himself just talking about paper, but is he going to spend the rest of his life as a paper salesman? And, uh, you know, nine years later, we know that he ends up making that change. We go here now. We got Michael coming out to talk to Jim and Dwight and giving them one of the old uh, WhatsApps. WhatsApp. And. This is really one of the first times highlighting just how out of touch Michael is as a communicator and as a boss and, you know, as a human. He says, what? And then, you know, Jim is is not able to play along. And so that's one of the, you know, the early times that you say what's going on here. There we have Angela and Kevin back in accounting. And here you just have, you know, walking through the office, and now we have the first uh, the first appearance of Jan, Jan Levinson Gould. Or uh, in this episode, as Michael highlights, he calls her Hillary Rodham Clinton. And she is here to talk about the memo that was thrown away earlier, which is related to the downsizing, which Michael does not want to talk about. But again, this is that shot for shot remake uh really of the first episode of the u k office, and this is just you know this ends up being a regular occurrence in this series is Jan coming in to deliver some news or message from michael and and this one Pam is roped into it, so uh Michael here tries to throw Pam under the bus to say, hey, where is the memo and why isn't it in my hands?" And uh, she just puts him right back under the bus by saying, you know, you told me to put it in the special filing cabinet. And Jan then shares the memo with Michael. And this is, you know, one of the places that you can really see the original incarnation of Jan. She, She really changes over the seasons into... Not as powerful or intimidating of a force, but she's definitely that way in the first couple of seasons. Um, You know, over time, she warms up to Michael, and they become a little bit closer, but in this first one, you know, she's here to talk about downsizing, and Michael says he doesn't want to talk about it. He doesn't want it to leak outside of that room, and of course, one of the next shots is everybody in the office talking about... Who might get downsized uh you know it could be me could be you in here and, and before we even get that though we see one of the you know this is an early prank dwight does uh gives jim a little shoulder tap and gets him to look the other way so that sets up the dynamic between jim and dwight and then we get a phone call of you know, todd packer rep out in the field and he calls in to chat with michael but he ends up insulting jan and michael has to hang the phone right up because jan was in the room and so michael goes from praising todd packer as a great rep to having to say not a great guy so jan here asks michael to say keep this in this room this is a tight ship then we immediately cut to phyllis talking to stanley saying, you know, might be downsizing, Oscar telling everybody they need to update their resume, and then here we have Angela and Kevin talking about it, and then cut to Jim and Pam. and This becomes, you know, a really classic shot for these two is Jim leaning over the desk, talking to Pam. They have a great relationship and a great friendship that evolves over the years. And then we get our first look at Ryan Howard coming in to start as a temp. And right there, really, the central characters of the show, the main cast. You have uh, Michael, Ryan, Jim, Dwight, Pam. Those are really the key characters in the show, and the rest are all, you know, supporting. But this is the first time we see B.J. Novak come in as Ryan. He's actually one of the writers on the show. And Michael doing an impression of... Hitler that uh, did not look good back then and still time not enough time has passed on that one Oscar looking pretty disappointed and and then we cut to Pam's first talking head and she reminisces that you know it, it isn't most little girls dreams to want to be a secretary Right here we have the the whiteout on the paper, which is one of the shots from the from the intro. And then we get a little, another little battle with Dwight and Jim where Dwight uses the ruler to move Jim's papers over, saying it's encroaching on his space. And uh that'll set us up for for a good payoff a little bit later. And oh we get it right there. So The next shot is Jim putting up his pencils to make a small, uh, fort, and Dwight could fall and pierce an organ, and Jim, with his fingers crossed, Dwight puts them down with his phone. I always like that one. Jim says, you know, I'm not worried about downsizing, and then we go to Dwight's talking head, and he's saying, you know, I pitch downsizing in my interview. And uh, he says, "Bring it on." We go to our first, you know, commercial here, and that was when you know, they showed an exterior shot of the building, which is never really used again. It wasn't really the building. And then we come back to Michael Scott doing the six million dollar man uh, running pose as he needs to get to something very important. And I, as a you know, medium millennial, didn't really get that reference, but. The humor is in Michael doing something that is not actually funny, but uh, he finds it funny. And so then you find humor and the awkwardness that it causes by Pam, you know, not really being entertained by it. And uh, Pam makes the reference that, you know, everybody can make a little bit of money after Michael says his salary should be $6 million. And then Michael gets oddly serious here and says, you know, if you've got a problem tate up with HR because it's not good for morale that was like that was a weird character moment in all of the Michael Scott uh, time I always remember that one and then we have our very first conference room meeting Michael calls everybody into the conference room and he's talking about his favorite uh, or the, the people he most looks up to being you know Bob Hope Abraham Lincoln and Maybe God. uh, That's the last one that he comes up with as he's trying to think of people he looks up to. And then we go to our first conference room meeting. Now, in this conference room scene, I'm not saying anything that's not uh, too much behind the scenes here, but in this first conference room scene, there are a lot of characters that end up not being in future episodes because this was the pilot shot way in advance of the first season. And so the the cast, the main cast, was not really nailed down here. But you do get this first uh, look at Dwight wanting to be the assistant regional manager, and Michael Scott corrects him as assistant to the regional manager. And Dwight just wanting to be more involved in the decisions and the, the, the things. He wants some power. And so, yeah, this conference room looks fuller than normal just because you have additional players. And uh, then we look, we come back to Ryan, who's on the phone, saying, yeah, this place is probably going to be downsized. So even the the temp was kind of in on it here. But this whole meeting is about the downsizing, and, you know, Michael can't really give anybody true confirmation that there won't be downsizing or who will not be downsized, but you know, this, the downsizing issue definitely came at a prescient time because this aired first in 2005, and that was before the financial crash of 2008 that in the U.S. would have led to a lot of downsizing, and so, you know, Dunder Mifflin was clearly feeling the uh, change in the industry prior to the financial crash, but... uh, you know to see them kind of weather the storm through the financial crash and see the writers kind of navigate that territory is uh is pretty interesting as the seasons go on and so you you also have a big established like style of the the series so the camera movements the way that the characters interact even the look that Stanley gives uh you know in this first episode there's so much of the formula it's already established in this one and they just really improve upon it as we go. Or even the way that you know right now we have Jim talking to the camera about something that happened over there but then he kind of goes off and gives his own take on it and uh, here we get the first shot. This is Jim observing Pam's favorite yogurt and uh, oh man the smile she gives when the camera guy says what is favorite uh, the gym guest the favorite yogurt that's that just warms your heart, so all right now we have uh Dwight introducing himself to Ryan with Michael telling him to do so and asking about his car says oh Yo, yeah, you know I gotta flip it or you know renovate it if you want to buy it and uh he goes to his drawer to get the ad and uh we get one of the all-time classic pranks from Jim to Dwight which is putting a stapler in some jello and Pam thinks it's really funny and Dwight is clearly not happy but you know then Michael wants to get in the game and uh here we get a couple of good puns always want to be your biggest flan uh, and then Michael can't really come up with a new one but again this is something that came straight from the UK office and you know Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant and you know credit to Greg Daniels for bringing it over to you know America and really capturing what made the UK office great but giving it the heart emotion tone and storylines that made it succeed here is definitely one of the reasons that almost 15 years later that's why i'm sitting here still enjoying it as much as i have the first uh you know dozen times that i watched the entire series and so you know it's it's interesting to see jim's evolution as a character and how how much he changes in those nine years ryan never really changes he's always pretty much the same ryan but you know twight softens up a little bit while being still a fully formed character. And a lot of that is really very much established in this pilot episode. But then, you know, later on we we do have six solid episodes in the first season. Uh, but the show really picks up its steam as we get into the second one and uh, as we get into the second season. And so now we're back with Jim talking to... Pam at the desk and we get our first look at Pam's fiance, Roy and Jim immediately you know, stands up and is trying to back off a little bit and Pam, you can can see it in Pam's face, the slight disappointment in the situation with Roy and the engagement and everything and you know girl just wants to get married, girl just wants to be hitched and live that life, but uh I guess she met Roy just a little bit too early for Jim and Jim would also not mind that. But you know, what's pretty you know, what's admirable about Jim is, you know, he tries to be cool with Roy right here. He invites him out for drinks. He never really, you know, comes on to Pam through this. He just is a good friend and you know, clearly there's a tension between them as they go through the seasons. Ultimately you know, he's the one that, you know, makes makes that move, but you know, seeing the dynamic between Roy and Jim in this one and they're never really comfortable together and uh they never really have to. But you know, we'll get back to that in a few seasons. Jim here wondering if he's invited to the wedding. Hmm probably not. Now we're back in Michael's office. We have Ryan inside talking to Michael. And just, you know, Michael trying to play up, this is a cool place, cool people, and he runs, you know, he's a cool boss. Wants to try and establish that on the first day. And then uh it looks like most people are leaving here in the background. And now Michael's excited cuz he wants to know if Ryan has ever seen punked. And uh fun fact here, Bj Novak was actually on Punked. I don't know if that's like a, an intentional Easter egg from the writers, but they call in. You know, Pam comes in to leave a, a note here, and, and Michael asks her to sit down and calls her in. Sit down, and a scene is. Uh, it's interesting because you never see Michael really go this hard into anything like this again. And this is definitely, you know, this comes right out of the UK office but it's Michael basically telling Pam she's fired. He's you know punking her, but you know you're fired. You've been stealing paper clips and Post-it notes and uh Pam gets v- like very upset and this is it's a very I mean it's a great scene. It's like incredible. I think what's amazing about this is you know you, you buy that this is a documentary and you buy that these are real people and Pam's legitimately upset that she's going to lose this job that you know, pays her bills and she can't really understand. And, uh, you know, Michael halfway through it, you can tell can't really hold it. And, like, just the acting, you know, the the level of craft of acting where Steve Carell is able to show that he is, you know, doing this, but it's kind of a joke. He, didn't, he doesn't realize that it would upset Pam like this. And then Pam was legitimately upset. And then Michael is confused and the whole time Ryan is just sitting there and has to uh has to go through this. That's that's a hell of a first day is to have something like this happen on your first day. So Pam takes a few breaths and comes out Ryan doesn't want to be involved. Pam's a little shocked and uh Pam gives Pam says, you know, you're a jerk. And he doesn't like that, as he shouldn't. But, you know, the Michael Scott character is is always in for those kind of arcs and uh, those kind of situations. And he learns, seems to learn from most of them, but he's still very unaware of how he's perceived. And so now we have Michael... Wrapping up the episode here, and the people are the most important part of the office, which is true. You know, the reason we come back is to see Jim and Pam and Michael and Dwight and Angela, and he just has a different uh, way of looking at it here. So, Michael wrapping up the episode for us and wrapping up the Episode talking about being the godfather to his child, and we don't really know if that's ever true, but I'm really sure. So now we got Pam coming out, say goodbye. We got Jim, a little nervous, We're gonna walk her out. And just as uh he might get one little bit of a shot, Nope. yeah, the way that the way the gym the way that John Krasinski plays Jim as a hopeless romantic, kind of quiet, slightly shy guy gold, absolute cold. Sad to see her go, but she's going out and going to Roy. And then Jim grabs one more prank, puts it in Michael's office. He's got a bowl for him, which is the world's best boss mug, a nice big vat of jello. And if you ever tried to get that, you know, if you ever tried to put something in jello like that, I can tell you it is. Kind of difficult. You have to suspend it in the right way, then you have to remove those strings. I think we tried a couple of times in college and uh, we weren't quite able to get it right. But which office fan hasn't attempted that? So that is the pilot that was directed by Ken Quapus written by Greg Daniels, Ricky Gervais, Stephen Merchant, and it aired in March of 2005. So we're coming up on the 15th year that The Office aired on television, and I feel lucky that I caught it in that first season and watched it live on TV, but the fact that they offered it on DVD later, and I had the DVDs and then on Netflix, and now you can watch it it's uh it's nice to be able to revisit it whenever you want and find comfort in these characters and i'm really pleased that it continues to live on and hopefully this podcast will contribute in some way to helping solidify the fandom i hope this helps people sleep and you know maybe your sleep timer's gone off right now but thank you for tuning in to the first episode of the office sleep with me podcast i'm going to get the name right before i publish these and uh i encourage you to check out the other episodes and i'm also going to be doing some bonus ones i will set up a, a twitter account so we can interact directly over there but appreciate you listening hope this helped you fall asleep and uh you know the next episode coming up here is diversity day and so uh, just really excited to revisit these in this way and just go through them with you so Thank you for tuning in, and make sure you subscribe on your favorite podcast player. Let me know on Twitter. I'm going to be doing some bonus episodes as well in this feed, so make sure you subscribe, and I will see you guys over on Twitter.